Merry Christmas. We're here. We've made it through Christmas. Did you ever think it was going to happen? It's been a year, quite a year, a year like we've never seen or lived through before. We all really needed Christmas. The Christmas story is a powerful story filled with wonder and miracles and very real life. It is the story of Jesus come to earth as the most wonderful gift of all eternity. In our time together, let's look back through portions of the Christmas story again, highlighting all that it means that Christ was come and all we can rediscover about Christmas in him. When uncertainty surrounds us, the promise of Christ fills us with hope to carry on. Hope is the breath that keeps us alive. Hope is the fuel of faith and dreams and possibilities. Hope is that whisper of maybe, just maybe. It's the spark in the cold darkness that catches flame. It's the flicker of the first light on a new morning. In the worst sufferings and atrocities and catastrophes of human history, there has always remained a flicker of hope. Throughout enslavement, imprisonment, torture, and tragedy, there have been those who have clung to the smallest sparks of hope and fanned them within to an eventual survival or freedom or release. Throughout the history of the Jewish people, There was the hope of God's covenant. There was the promise of restoration and blessing through the Messiah. But time dragged on and the nation was plundered. Its people were exiled and conquered. How long, O God, was the cry of the ancient Israelite people as year after year, century after century passed. But these were those who kept hope alive, living expectantly and faithfully, trusting openly and wholeheartedly that God would come through. Simon and Anna were two of those people who encountered the baby Jesus. They had lived long, difficult lives. They had known loss and disappointment, but they did not abandon hope. And when they saw the baby Jesus just about six weeks old in the temple, they knew without a doubt that this was the Messiah, the promised one, the Son of God. They were ready and waiting for this moment, and they embraced the moment of this hope fulfilled with rejoicing and worshiping and spreading the news. The flames of their hope spread beyond and multiplied. How is the flame of your hope today? This has been a tough year, the kind of year that threatens to extinguish the flames of our hope. Let me encourage you, no matter what you're facing and no matter where you are, to rediscover hope this Christmas in the coming of the Christ child. With the arrival of Emmanuel, God with us, God has come to restore hope, the hope of salvation, the hope of restoration and healing, the hope of his continued work that he will one day complete in our bodies and souls and world. As we come humbly to worship Jesus, we can find the renewal of his hope within us, the strength to take that next hopeful step, and the strength to carry us forward. 
With this verse as our prayer, let's rediscover the hope that Christ has come and he is working in our lives today. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of his Holy Spirit. The struggles are real, but the peace of Christ transcends within us, even in our darkest days. Of course, the announcement came in the dark of night. Of course, the angels began their announcement to the shepherds with the words, don't be afraid, because of course they were afraid, because they were human, and there's so much in our world that causes us to fear. There's so much that happens that we struggle to understand. For the shepherds that included, these included, why these magnificent, terrifying, heavenly beings were showing up in the middle of the night sky. For us, it's the normal pressures, the disappointments and uncertainties of our frailty in a broken world. And that's true even without the rolling events of a pandemic. But in Jesus, the Prince of Peace arrived on earth, and the angels proclaimed a new peace. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This was a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared to the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom he favors. The favor of God is here with humans. The peace of shalom, the Jewish concept of fullness, safety, completeness, and wholeness, is available to us. This is the peace of restoration with God. It is the peace that settles our souls deeply. It is the calm acceptance that it is well with my soul, no matter what swirls and storms surround us. In a sense, it's almost like the coming of Jesus was the eye of the hurricane of human existence. The chaos in our world swirled before Jesus' earthly life and ministry, and it swirls after. But it's as if there was a cosmic pause that night as angels sang and ordinary shepherds gathered around a baby who was God. It's my hope that we will rediscover the peace of Christ this Christmas, the peace of that contented wholeness that provides the eye of the hurricane for our spirits, even in the midst of life's hurricanes. These storms will come, we know this. These winds may be howling for you right now, but let me invite you to step into the shelter of the peace of Christ. Let me encourage you to turn your heart to Christ, bringing him your hurt and your needs. And let me trust with you that the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. This is the rediscovery of the peace of Christ in this season. We all have one of those days or weeks or years. Even then, Christ fills us with joy that defies our circumstances. 
King David wrote in the Psalms, Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Sometimes that night can feel so long. Sometimes it's night after night after night as we try to just carry on. Sometimes happiness feels so elusive and distant. Sometimes it pours out of us like the eruption of Old Faithful. And sometimes joy bubbles up slowly. But as we can rediscover this Christmas, the good news of great joy is that is what is alive within us through Jesus and it is the strength that sustains us. We've seen this in the stories of Mary and Elizabeth united in the shared joy of their pregnancies, both miraculous. For Elizabeth, joy was a fulfillment of long-dashed dreams of motherhood and the erasure of cultural shame because she had never been able to bear a child. Her joy erased decades of disgrace. For Mary, joy was a relief of acceptance and understanding and a celebration of being in the middle of God's greatest miracle. Surely Mary knew that she would face scorn and disbelief and misunderstanding for her pregnancy. But in her encounter with Elizabeth, she finds the freedom of joy. For some of us, Christmas is a joyful season filled with songs and celebrations and traditions and comforts. For others, the expectation of Christmas joy can serve as reminders of deeper pains and the disappointments and the lack of all this merriment we're supposed to be enjoying. Probably for most of us, Christmas brings a mixture of both. It's my hope that we will all rediscover joy this Christmas as we choose to rejoice. As we return our focus to Jesus, we can find his strength. As we pour out our hearts to him, even in the midst of our pain, he can transform our weeping into the joy that lets us appreciate and enjoy the goodness of his greater work within us and in our world. It's my prayer written by the Apostle Peter that though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. There's so much in our world that drives us apart. The love of Christ runs deeper than our differences with a flood of grace and forgiveness and unity. We long so deeply to be loved. The desire for love is so dominant in our culture. When future archaeologists and anthropologists explore artifacts of our time, they'll probably conclude that love was one of, if not the most important quality in our society. Our songs and movies and TV shows and literature are filled with themes of love, longing for it, celebrating it, mourning its loss. At Christmas, there's even a whole genre of holiday romance songs and movies and shows. We are captivated by love, but we struggle so badly to love each other on individual and societal levels. Instead of a culture that exemplifies love, 
we are a nation and a world filled with division and conflict and hatred. Despite our best intentions, our broken human nature divides us. Jesus, on the other hand, is the bridge of love that unites us. He is the long-promised Messiah, sent because God loves us so much that he allowed his only son to be the sacrifice for all our sins and shortcomings. And when he did, Jesus made the way for us to be restored into relationship with God and love himself. As we explored love on our Advent journey, we saw how God gathered a varied group of very different people to be involved in the arrival of his son. And we discovered how those people represented the barriers and divisions that God was uniting. There were young and old, the earthly and the heavenly, the lowly and the noble, Jews and Gentiles, clean and unclean. Ultimately, there was God and humanity. This Christmas, it's my prayer that we rediscover the love of Christ, the perfect love that allows us to experience complete acceptance by God and the perfect love that removes our fear. And as this love washes over us and fulfills us from within, I pray that it propels us to reach across the divisions around us, even to our enemies, with humility and forgiveness and grace. And like the Apostle Paul wrote, I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Wow, what a love. This is our God. This is our Jesus. Christ has come with hope and peace and joy and love. Christ has come to change our world and us forever. This is his arrival into our world, as described by Luke. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room available for them. It's such a humble birth, such an understated beginning to life, yet such a normal entry into our existence. Human birth as a fragile, helpless baby. Jesus is one of us, able to understand everything we go through, all of our longings and struggles and pain. Yet Jesus is God. He is hope, joy, peace, and love personified, here to restore these characteristics in us as a byproduct of restored life in relationship with God. Jesus is life rediscovered. If you are struggling this year, asking where is Jesus, let me offer this. Jesus is in our uncertainties, struggles, discouragement, and differences, in our celebration and mourning, 
in our crying and rejoicing, in our fear and in our triumphs, in our losses and our victories, in our brokenness and healing, in our sickness and our health, in our life and our death. Wherever you are, Jesus is there. And he is working and he is moving. He is offering life and forgiveness. He is calling us to trust and to see beyond our immediate circumstances to his deeper, bigger, broader, wider, higher picture and work. Jesus is in our world and in our lives. He is Emmanuel, God with us for eternity, and he will never leave you or forsake you. Jesus is the discovery of Christmas. Let's run like the shepherds to encounter him this season. Let's worship and find renewal in his presence this year. Let's rediscover Christmas in the life he brings within us and around us. Merry Christmas. Christ has come. Christ is here among us. Christ will come again. And now receive this benediction. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom he favors. Amen.